Hello, everybody. That's the best start you've ever done. Well, thank you, John. Hey, How are you? I'm all right. How good. are you? Yeah, not too bad at all. In a good mood. I went to Derby. I say, nice place. Enjoyed it. Ice skating rink outside the gig. So before my show, I get to watch a fat person hit a kid. Right. I, like, you yeah, fall, into, you a, fall into a kid. Yeah, <laughs> didn't it? I ate ice skating. They got a novel view of parenting up here. It was like, it was a live you've been framed. It was fantastic. You know, you can see something happen. Like, I eyed the fatty and thought, well, there's every chance he's going to hit something. What can he hit? And there was this kind of quite innocent looking uh, young man. He's about sort of, I don't know, five, skating around. Tubby went straight into him. <laughs> really, exactly. Correct response. About five of us sat well, around. Well, it's the laughing. word in your views, isn't it? What's that? Tubby went straight into him. That's one of your uh, nicknames, wasn't it? That no. was the video you first starred in. You're thinking of King John. Now, talking talking of nicknames, uh, listen to this, right? Like, last week we were talking about whether Chinese people, when they came to study here, adopt English names. Everyone says it's true, so it's true. And... Uh, <laughs> And it was mentioned on the podcast, and John did one of the funniest lines ever, uh, whereby I said that someone was called Go-Kart. Anyways, right? Russell, what you've heard is true. My mate is teaching out in China right now and has assigned old wrestling names to his kids. So far, he's dished out Ultimate Warrior, Razor Ramon, Papa Shango, Tugboat, and Mr. Perfect. Fantastic. He's also got a kid uh, who's called Goliath. Needless to say, he's the weediest guy in the class. Don't have a go at the weeds. I'm a geek, all right? Yeah. So, you know, just <laughs> we ease up. We had email in this morning, didn't we? We did, yeah. You're hot as expletive deleted. That's right. In quite a geeky way. You're, we, into, you're into 80s TV. Yeah, that's me, John. And sci-fi. Yeah. You're not into sci-fi. I like Star Wars, that's about it. That's not... That's you haven't different. seen my, my latest live show. I come on um, in a sort of a Klingon mask. Oh, Okay. Well, no, we talked that, about that, didn't we? Yes. Uh, I can't believe I've said the word Klingon out loud. I've given you so many pun opportunities. Mm, and you're just biding your time. How's your whip needs time to warm up. I noticed you're reading the papers as we started the show. Yeah. That's a lack of professionalism. Is it? Yeah, you're just flicking through the papers. He's checking on eBay. Kelly's had a bloody bad week. Come on. Let's get some joy in the studio. What's right. your job? I'd say? Oh, whoa. Better, John. Who wants a cake? That's it, John. That's joy. I haven't got any cake. I've got a Sainsbury's brunch triple. (laughs) Pork and sausage and brown sauce. I'll have that last. Uh, BLT, get that out of the way first. And uh, just middle it up with the egg, mayo and bacon. Well, you didn't say any of this when you were in the shop, did you? (laughs) Actually, which one you probably think, which one I'm eating first? It'll be that, that, that and that. Do you know what bothers me about this? Um, it could be any I mean, one you can of a number there, of I've things. Got, I've got two reds on my sandwich there, haven't I? I've got fat and salt. I'm in the red. What bothers me is that go they on, put... Go on, old woman. <laughs> what bothers you about your sandwich? Well, no. John is 25. I live alone, we know this. We've discussed this. Good I news try. from Swindon. Oh, it's um, all happening yeah. in Swindon. Now, who opens a frozen pizza and has half of it? No one. No what? one does. So I cook yeah, a frozen... Yeah, they do. No, they don't. They do. Not in Swindon. Save it for later. Save it for later. Frozen pizza? Yeah, frozen pizza. Cook it and then keep the rest in the fridge. So you're going to eat it all? I'm not eating it all. I'm only eating half. I'm not fat, mate. Are you? No. <laughs> oh, come on. No, but you wouldn't eat... You I don't eat, eat a whole pizza. You don't I don't mind a... telling you. You do not eat a whole pizza. I've seen you struggle with a small plate and say to a waitress, Sorry, I didn't finish my meal. I'm only small. That was gnocchi and it wasn't very nice and that's why I didn't eat it, but I'm not going to say that to a waitress. Have you, have you had enough? Yeah, it was really bland. Really bland. I, you get a pizza and it says, oh, beware, you, you think, well, I've got that much fat in it and that much saturated fat and that much salt. That, and, whoa, that's whoa, bad. Whoa, just a second. I have never ordered a pizza that has said on it, Not whoa, out, beware. On, <laughs> inside, indoors, with the new information that they put on. Well, it says, so, beware on the pizza. Well, pretty much. It's got red <laughs> on it. 
It says... Fear ye not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what does it say? It says, like, saturated fat, <gasps> seven grams. Oh. And you think, well, that's bad. But oh, bad. my daily allowance is whatever. That's, you know, just over half of it. And I haven't eaten much else today because I've been busy. So that's fine. Yep. You eat the thing, then oh. you check the box and it says, oh, actually, that's one slice. Well, don't tell me that. Tell me what is in the whole pizza, and I will do the maths. But don't assume I'm only going to eat half the pizza. Now I've eaten it all, and you're telling me I've had three weeks worth of saturated fat just because you did it per pepperoni slice. The Tesco's up the road sell you these mini Scotch eggs, and you think, well, that's not a, that's not a bad bit of salt in them. No. And it's per bloody mini Scotch egg, as if anyone buys a pack of 12 mini Scotch eggs and just eats one. You're... And you know I'm going to eat 12. They're sold in a picnic pack. I'm going on a picnic. I'm clearly eating all 12. There is no way that an old man working in your... Uh, no, a young man working in the care home where you will inevitably end up is not putting a pillow over your head a day <laughs> into you. Bloody, let me down, you bloody get me, dad. <laughs> These beds, how do I sleep? Do I sleep on my back? Do I sleep on my front? Don't tell me up! Oh, just to hell with this. <laughs> Christ. That's quite a squelchy pillow, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a squelchy pillow. You won't kill me with that. <laughs> I have... <laughs> that'd be great. I'm like one of them blocks and heroes. My tongue, right, gets all sharp and I stick a hole in pillow. He can't kill me. Then I just shoot you in the head. Do you to do your little impression? We'll have a song. Hey, talking then... of impressions, you've been on... Well, we'll do that in a minute, right? Yeah. John. Don't, don't trail it now. I'm not going to trail it in any way. So what are you going to do? I'll trail something. Uh... Don't. Uh, <laughs> text us on 64046 or email at bbc.co.uk. Russell.6music. Let's go buy a Scotch egg. I believe you're moaning about Scotch eggs already. Who moans Shut about up. Scotch email eggs Email russell.6music at Email me at bbc.co.uk with any queries or anything you want to know, any questions, and uh, we'll direct the show where you'd like us to direct it. Other than that, we'll, uh, and in a minute we're going to play you something that's Don't really think we haven't planned stuff. Oh, we've planned we stuff. we got stuff planned. Amen. If it's so easy, then why weren't you out there doing it? I'm not saying it's easy, but I don't get paid to do it. 30 grand It's a not week. my job. If Scott Carson 30 grand was on a week, the radio... It's more than 30 grand a week. John Terry's on 150 grand a week. Oh, we're talking about Scott Carson. All oh, right. If Scott Carson came on Six Music and didn't do very well, I wouldn't go, oh, Scott Carson, you're rubbish. But he's an England goalkeeper. Yeah. I think it's legitimate to say... I'm not saying... I'm not one of these idiots going, oh, you should never play again. You should be banned from football. You should be yeah. shot. None of that. Just someone have the courage just to say... He's a young man, la da but you were rubbish and it's largely responsible for why we went out. They've just let us down so many times. It's time to find a new sport. Ballet. That's darts. A bit of darts. I was watching that's the darts yesterday, getting no, right into it. You can't go for darts, though. They just, you know. They still run pubs. You know, all these professional darts players. They yeah. still own pubs. But you just can't. It just, you can tell there's. You just know that they're racist bigots, I imagine. These are not the views, blah, blah, blah. Well, Chris Mason did smash a man's face in with a hammer. Did he actually do that? And he got sent down for it, and yeah. then came straight out of prison, back on the circuit. <laughs> wow. And the boat was like, uh, treble 20, get him! Why did he do that? That's probably Because he's a violent thug. And yet you want us to be, uh, who's, who's good about, tell me about Dart. I quite like that Dutch one who's got quite a fit wife. What's his name, Raymond van Barneveld, is that the one? Yeah. Or oh, Yella Classen's Dutch. He's quite cool. He's young, dynamic. Why are you doing like that? Christiana. What's that body gesture? He's young and you die, actually. <laughs> oh, you're like Sinbad. Remember that? <laughs> that that uh, there was a rapper from the Off late of 80s. Side. No, no, no. Uh, there's a, there was a rapper called Sinbad. Right, hey, Sinbad, give me back me sponge. He used to flick his uh, flick his tits around, and you just did that. What was that gesture? There's an upstairs bogle. It's because you've been in the gym, haven't you? 
I, I, well, not as much as I would have liked. I couldn't go on Thursday. I was hungover. Oh, dear. It's horrible this time of year, isn't it? When you... Because I... Yeah! Nowadays, I get up early and I'm straight in the office doing my writing. Yeah, yeah. Changing the world through my art. Um, art. I said art. And then... Are you painting again? I had a few too many on tell Wednesday. Do you want to tell everyone about the, some of the paintings you've done in the past? Would you like to? You clearly have <laughs> a better impression of it than I do. What have I painted, Russell? You, you did a painting of me. I drew pictures of all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> he did this. It was the loveliest and weirdest thing ever. We'd known each other about a week. It was more than a week. And he came and went, done a drawing of you. I went, oh, excellent. I did not come <laughs> in, did I? Where have I come in? My office. I'm changing the world with my art. There's a penis. <laughs> There's a man touching a penis. And I walk in. Uh, I'm in my office. Oh, so now you've walked in. I'm in your office before you now, am I? <laughs> yeah, what are you, you doing in get my office? You straight on this yeah, story. You want to get your window shut, mate? I'm like a cat. Talking of which, I've drawn you with a cat. No, John came into the pub, if I if memory I serves. I did not come into the pub. For a start, you've never been in a pub. Oh, And secondly, stop wiping your sweaty armpits. It's a deodorant. Never wear light blue. It's, it's, it's a terrible colour. It's a deodorant, um, but... Oh, you... it's a deodorant that's leaking from your armpits, is it? No, it's a deodorant that I sprayed there, look. That's an armpit. Yeah, that's, that's kind of white stuff, which is deodorant. with your armpit. No, the there. point I'm making, you, did you or did you not... Do a drawing of me. Yes. Well, we'd known each other about three weeks. No. We'd known each other over a year, <laughs> which I think is legit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And don't make this weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely. It's pictures of several people. Yeah. Because I was... Totally normal. It's normal. Hang on, no, no, I've just remembered. I'm you, not taking that from anyone. You didn't anyone. Pre- you didn't present it to us. We, we came around your house and found them. Yeah, exactly. That was what made it really creepy. We were like, oh, we'll go around John's... <gasps> Guy John's rifle through his drawers. What's, what's that picture of me on the wall? Uh, um, no, nothing. Was that a candle? No, no. I, I think you're all right. I don't like you. <laughs> half a pizza. I only had half yesterday. <laughs> true or false? False. True, that part true. is all false. No. I Lovely drawing, though. I like to draw. It's yes. one of those things that you should keep your finger in at. You know, is <laughs> that's that the what phrase? I keep my finger in. Keep your oar in. Is that why I look funny in the photo? I like to draw, I like to cook, I like to keep. I, I regularly reread Spanish literature. You do? I'm not weird. No, I no, just no. like to keep good at things. You like to shave your back. Art's very relaxing. <laughs> that's right. It's very therapeutic. Is that past me the razor? And I thought I'd draw pictures. Anyway, I've rudely hijacked your story. You're in your office. Doing your art, changing the world. Oh, no, I was, was going to make a point about this time of year. Yes. Usually I get up while 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, yes. do some writing, whatnot, get to the gym. <laughs> a few too many to drink on Wednesday, so I didn't get up until lunchtime Fine. on Thursday. And yeah. then I got up, went downstairs, I watched Rachel's Favourite Foods, I had a sausage sandwich. Then it's dark, and then you just think, well, that's today completely gone. I'm not doing anything now. It's dark, it's finished. It's only 3 o'clock, mind. But you think, well, that's it, done. I've wasted today. I might as well just sit here and start drinking. Mind. <laughs> Completely finished. Gone this day. You can't do anything in the dark. No, we were discussing dip- I got really other. depressed. I was like, what am I going to do now? You need, to, you need to hibernate like a bear. Well, I've been putting on fat because I keep eating bloody pizzas. My body's rebelling. The cheese I've eaten this week. I can't believe it. John's eating his sandwich. We've had more emails in about... Uh, I thought I had time for it. 
Hi chaps, this is from Tim Reed. Regarding the Chinese students choosing a weird English names thing, my wife works teaching English as a foreign language and has come across the following over the years, John. Uh, the names are... From the website we've just been looking at. All right, the names are Dolphin. Russell Howard on a gay website. Oh, are we doing that, are we? Well, you brought it up, didn't you? Are we not allowed to do this? No, I was just mentioning it. I didn't say... Oh, yeah, everybody look at this. Pictures oh, of me. Oh, that's what I did. Look, that's a drawing that just my friend's done. Just getting by some men. I don't mind, just whatever is your preference. <laughs> I can't. Deny I appeal across the board. <laughs> Do you want to hear these names that these uh, Chinese people have been given? I'd rather hear the names of people who think you're hot. All right, we'll do like that as well. Marmite. One of them's called Marmite. <laughs> Another one's called. Is uh, he under 18? The Mighty Pusham. He's a good guy. Right. Uh, it's just. And, and one guy called Yorkshire Guy. What were you going to say that? It's just lonely guys. It's no, just I wasn't going to say lonely guys. <laughs> just got sent an email in. Pictures of me in my leather jacket oh, tensing oh, my abs. Oh, good lord. <laughs> They'd find it a lot less sexy if they knew that you'd taken time to position an angle Did poised lamp on the floor to oh, make it look like stronger These people are good guys. Come for fun, 18 is a lovely book. <laughs> and now, his valued <laughs> opinions on your six pack and what he'd like to do to it. Now, hi, chaps. This is, yeah, my wife works teaching English as a foreign language and has come across the following over the years. These are the names, ready? Dolphin. Rainbow. A girl called Stephen. Vagina, who had to be taken aside for a quiet chat. And Tim. All good names. <laughs> Vagina, imagine that. Uh, so I do some texts. Uh, uh, yes. Um, dear Russell and John, loving the show. Oh, Just right. having a cup of tea and a bacon sandwich. Please could you read this, because you never read my text messages. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we should, there were some people who stayed up all night to listen to our show. I stayed up all night to, to listen get, to you. Uh, yeah, it says here, uh, Sunday afternoon, Sunday oh, lunch, someone's in the pig in the sky. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. That's, Too busy getting... Uh, right, hi, guys, it says. God, I was lucky. That was a really bad one as well. Mm. Uh, hi, guys. I haven't even been to bed yet. I stayed up all night just to make sure that I would wake up in time. That's dedication. Can you do me a favour and say hi to Tom, Jay? James and Chris in Bradford and Kelly in Randall's town for me. Tom, James and Chris are my flatmates at uni and I finally convinced them to listen to you after weeks of me telling you about how great we are. Oh, thanks so much. Very nice of Do you want to give him one of our shout-outs? Yeah. <laughs> now you do one? Yeah, uh, Matt walks in. What Sandals are you doing? Oh, Christ. What? what? Why do you keep pressing buttons? No, it's an accident. You always press that one as well when you press the naughty buttons. Now, John, I understand you've been on Chris Moyles this week. I have not. Wow. You're mistaken me for one of your website fans. Apparently. Um, if, if we find the... Uh, the Yes, right, listen to this. I took up a part-time job in McDonald's. This is John in McDonald's dealing with Chris Moyles' inquiries. Eight o'clock in the morning. If I'm up, I'm up, I'm hungry. I don't want to have... What are we, we only do the breakfast menu before ten o'clock? Can I can I have a m- m- chicken sandwich? No, Big Mac. No, what are you doing? Just breakfast? Oh, no, well, I don't want breakfast. Mm. That's you, stupid. He showed that side of the gun. Someone emailed that in. Thank you. I've I've lost it though. But someone put us onto it. This will this will this will throw you. Without locking, what was the name of the song you played before the news, and who was the artist from Toby and Lincoln? Song before the news. Uh, how do we find out, Ad? How we do we can get... find out quite easily, but uh, I want you to remember. Okay. I think it was slot in my pocket. <laughs> no, yeah, it was put a penny in the slot by uh, Fionn Reagan. 
Fionn Reagan? Yeah. Mm. Fionn Reagan. Yeah. That answers your question, Toby and Lynx. Hi, Russell and John. Great show as usual. Just wanted to tell you about the great day I had last Monday. Not only did I see Arcade Fire perform the greatest gig in the history of music, I also... You were at that, weren't you? Yep, and more about that in a minute. I also used the Dyson Airplay for the first time at Liverpool Street Station. Love to your mothers and any other female relatives you may have. Paul and Chelmsford. I went to that gig. Didn't go for it myself. They got, no, of course, you got someone else to go for you, didn't you? They got five absolute belters, but the rest of the time's too big. Venue's too big. You've got idiots behind you pushing. You've got, there was a woman behind me chatting about clothes she'd bought that day. Shut up! Pushing and clothes. I was behind a man with the fattest head you've ever seen. It's ridiculous. I used to work for a man with a pretty massive head. What? Uh, who was that? Uh, Jonathan at the Forte Post House. <laughs> he had a pretty big head. It was sort of uh, inconceivable that he didn't topple. But he what? never did. Let's text him. Text him 64046. <laughs> Who's got the biggest head in the world? Email Sam Allardyce. Russell uh, Joe Royal. Chris Kamara. He's got a face on him. <laughs> uh, email russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. Who has the biggest head? Obviously, this could get horrific. Don't get any like hideous photos yeah. you know, that you see in geography videos. Hey, them. Arnold. Yeah, that kind of thing. Poor women. Hello, frugal nuts. What? Following the launch of Hello? his Mantats onto the famous Males Forum, it would seem that Russell is becoming something of a gay icon these days. Yep. Meanwhile, card-carrying member of the Bad Vibes Association, John... Yeah! Get away from me! Is Rosie lang- buggers! <laughs> is languishing in the role of ever-faithful handyman. Oh, I don't even get to touch the nuts. Um... This begs the question, which would John actually prefer? Man, woman or wheelie bin? All of them. Gang bang. (laughs) Gang bang. (laughs) Also, is it true that Russell had to defluff his fluffy bits for the picture? Yeah. No, of course I didn't. Who really really has the better man tats, you or Russell? Oh, absolutely, John. John's packing real heat. He's been working out. He's down the gym looking for a girlfriend at the gym. That's why we like him. I hope And when he isn't running, he's doing paintings of people he's met at the gym recently. Yeah, Claude. So you're working out the other day. Have a bang on that. There's an old man Oil. who oh. goes to the gym who's there every oh, that time. That sounds like I the beginning of a song. There's an old man who goes to the gym. Well, it's almost a rhyme uh, perfectly for there's an old man sitting next to me making love to his tonic and gin. Billy Joel, piano yeah. man. Anyway, he's there every time I go there, pumping iron. Who's iron? Well! <laughs> a little joke for you and your crew. That's it's r- getting like school, though. I was chatting to my mum about it. You know when you're, you're at school and there's just stuff you're rubbish at? Yep. And you start something oh, yes. for the first time, like the first time you ever do pottery at school. Yep. And some people are just brilliant at it. Yeah. crap. The gym, because I don't have time to go as often as I would like, because I'm out gigging and stuff, there's men that I started at the gym at at the same time who are now massive, and they're looking at me going, do you see what I've become in the time that you've basically stayed the same? Oh, really? And you can't go, well, I do other stuff, do you know what I mean? Check the podcasts, I've got work to do, just because you've got an office job and you come here five days a week and you put protein and milk and drink it. It's weird that when you do that, when you when you come across a proper alpha, like the AA man and the RAC men, people like that, and they're like, so what do you think the problem is? And you're going, the wheels are naughty. And you've just got no idea what to say. And then do you ever find yourself thinking in your head, well, I'm quite good at other stuff, actually. And then you start thinking, I, I know, the, you know, the work of Wilfred Owen. He's a war poet, but you don't know who that is. Just these pathetic little dulcier decorum as pro more. The old lie, it is sweet and honourable to die for your country, John. Go on. Uh, Rupert Brooke, he's a turd. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we had a really interesting chat about it. Was it with you? No, it was with Will oh, this, If it was interesting, this, it was probably with me. This doesn't paint me in a good light. I had a chat about war poet. I do, though. Yes. 
you little frowny set. Slam it up. around the studio for that high fives and that. And we've just got, oh, I don't get it. Oh, painting. Yeah, whatever. No, we all got it. Well, why didn't you laugh? It was gold. Ah, Terry, excellent. Thank you. (laughs) We should do that every time you crack one of your puns. Just (laughs) Terry, what do you make of John? Hey, Terry, did you see John the other day? He was uh, just wearing some pants. What do you think of his body? Excellent, excellent. Really good for him indeed, (laughs) Terence. Yeah, Terry likes it. I wish I had buttons on this side. I want buttons. Well, you can have buttons. What did you think of Russell, Chris Evans? Oh, whatever. So I'm, all be, I'm being nice and you have to do that. Well, that's what I do now. That's well, what I do, isn't it? Someone's, someone emailed in to say this week they've bought goldfish. They've called them Russell, John and producer Adam. Ah. Need to buy another one. I'll get a, get a Kelly Stook fish. Who is this Kelly? This Kelly? <laughs> this Kelly figure that John gives sweets to. I give sweets <laughs> to I'm a lady and I'm weird. Why is it John giving me sweets? Well, not that you're weird. I'm saying... <laughs> and not that everyone listening is weird. John, read an email out quickly. Someone wants to know what they should have on their toast. They're thinking peanut butter. Well, you know what I'd say, John? Men's Man. penises. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the first time. Uh, last time I asked you to do a speech at a funeral. All right. Anyone? Toast? toast. I just have Marmite on toast. Oh, no way, mate. Go for a bit of marmalade, and on the other one, have a bit of honey, and on the third, a bit of strawberry jam. Three slices of toast? Yeah, why not? Marmite and marmalade together. Oh, oh really? get out of here. Interesting. One interesting combination. Marmite and marmalade. Stumble into things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. chocolate sauce. Oh, chocolate. No, too much in the morning. No, no, no. Mar- cheese and marmite. Cheese and... No, not, no, no. Cheese and chocolate, no. Cheese and jam is nice. Cheese and jam? Cheese and jam is nice, actually. What cheese? Because when you think about what it, cheese, what jam is basically just like che- chutney, isn't it? No, when you're drunk. <laughs> when you're drunk? <laughs> when you get in from the pub oh my and you fancy... Because the sugar, the sugar is quite good for yeah. your hangover and uh, stuff. Replace... Most- most people when they're drunk go to a nightclub or, you know, maybe go to a kebab. I've keba- already been to the go, club. Go to a kebab house. There's you. I'm up home, lads. It's only I've got a hobbies and chutney and brie. I was renowned for that. Where are just, you, you baguette? Just used Come to here. You've got a date with Mr. Toaster. There you go. In you get. You can't <laughs> get a baguette in a toaster. You can't even chop it up nice. There we go. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. There you go. Oh, he's like, he doesn't like that, does he? He doesn't like that. I'm dying. Look at him. I'm dying. Where's where's uh, the jam? Oh, Mr. Jam over there in the cupboard. I keep with him. Put this. Do you want half a pizza in here? Half. <laughs> I put the other half in the fridge. Then I done poopy. What are you doing in my house? You haven't been into my study, have you? That drawing is in a very early stage. It become Jimmy Savile. I done a drawing, but get... I done it on the wall. I, <laughs> I I done poopy, and then I thought, why waste it? Why waste it? It's a dolphin, look. The dolphin going in the sea. Jam and cheese but when the you're sea drunk. It's made of crispies. <laughs> I I I done the paint and then I just threw crispies at the wall and some of them stuck. <laughs> well, that's a lovely reference to Christmas from last year. We had a bit of an incident with a chocolate fountain. <laughs> <laughs> John Who still listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> John John got a chocolate fountain. He bought it from a shop <laughs> and came in. I went. He came in. I've got a chocolate fountain. And we all went. He's got a chocolate fountain. And we had it for our Christmas party. And I, I thought it'd be a good idea to put rice krispies in. Bad mistake. Yeah. Who does that? I just, well, I, I just, well, it went, just ground to a halt. Yeah, it, it went really bad. I thought it was gonna be. It would make those rice krispie cakes for everybody and everyone. Yeah, well, those, those famously fluid rice krispie cakes. Three cheers for Russell. He's made us all rice krispie cakes, but it didn't. Just he went mental at me. Get out, me bloody house! Get out! We'd already we'd already had to delay the chocolate fountain because mm. you screwed up the mix, didn't you? Because I was slowly melting the chocolate, and you melt the chocolate, you just drizzle a little bit of oil in. Yeah. Why not? I know. Let's 
just pour a load of milk in. <laughs> well, let's not pour a load of freezing cold milk straight into the chocolate, shall we? Why not? I do it anyway. I've done it anyway. I did it five minutes ago. <laughs> you wouldn't notice. There you go. Ridiculous, wasn't it? It was ridiculous. Big head, big heads. Is uh, this my website again? <laughs> no, no. Um, excellent, excellent. Good for you. <laughs> Jimmy Carr easily has the biggest head in the world. He's got a big face. Says face. Um, and then uh, this email text from Duncan. Yeah. When I learned to ride a motorbike, I had to <laughs> order a helmet, especially from Italy. Wow. Because my head was too big for anything that I could find over here. Christ. <laughs> oh, God. You see, we're laughing, but he might be like that bloke out of Mask, you know, that programme of Cher? Like a proper big face. Big head, big head. Is that what he's called? That's what they. Uh, that's what I used to shout at people. Big head, big head. Did you? Not, not like mates and that. Not just round town. Big head, big head. Uh, what used to shout at big-headed people? No, just like your mates. And oh that. right, I was just a little ruse I used to. Have. Hey, I was in your neck of the woods the other day, Lancaster. Yeah, Let me tell you this. He got a right kicking last week. Lovely place. It is a great place. Do you know? I shall a... be up there for New Year. How cool is this? Right, there's an LFC in Lancaster. Lancaster fried chicken. Fantastic. I was in there. Lovely stuff. Oh, that's been many places. Oh, was it? It up, was up top of town, uh, near the sugar house. Yeah, along from the sugar house. Oh, oh, yeah, not not so good up there. Go up the top of town. There's a there's a like chip shop. If you go in there drunk and you're nice to the guy, he gives you free kebab meat. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's just let's go, back whoa. up there. I you go have... in drunk, act nice to the guy, he gives you free kebab meat. We used to be out in. Have Keystone. you lost weight? We used to be in, like, Keystones and that, and then you stumble across, all right, mate, how you doing? Oh, not so bad, how are you doing? Oh, not so bad. Drunk again, yeah. bloody hell. You want chips? Yeah, chips, please. Can I have it? Go on. Sort us out a bit of kebab, mate. All right, my friend, I'll give you a bit oh, of kebab, Oh, as if you're mate. like that. As if you're like, hey, uh, listen, my man, a bit of kebab, me? Hey? I didn't used to have that. Hey, I just used to have a salad. A lot of people are shouting big head, big head at you, <laughs> and I don't go for that kind of jive. <laughs> I don't want a picture of you. <laughs> Maybe like to put it up on the wall. Uh, Richard Keys off Sky Sports. Oh, yeah, he has a massive head and he's very hairy. Yeah. He's very hairy. Ain't no denying. And no, it's uh, a someone's texted in to say, I don't think this counts about biggest heads, but there's a girl in my year has got the biggest boobs ever. They're bigger than mine and all of my classmates put together. She's going to want to have them reduced. Is that what she says, or do you say that at the end? No, that's my advice. That's John Richards. I'll get it out for free. We'll text us in a photo and we'll deal with it. Oh, yeah, right. Look it- at you trying to counterbalance the lies that are being told. <laughs> Text us in some boobs and that. I love boobs. Yeah, and some, some tattoos and some mobile pictures. pictures Has anyone uh, checked on men with their Howards out? Dot com. Right. Dear Russell, John, producer Adam and Kelly. Who is this Kelly? This Kelly figure. Marmite is awesome. There's been loads of, like, we've really got people going. Is that your mate, Marmite? Stop <laughs> it. Son of a gun. How dare you? These people are real, John. Oh, someone put something in my tea. I'm having a funny five minutes. <laughs> right. It's about the uh, discussion of what to eat on your toast, right? Uh, Marmite is awesome. Marmite and cheese sandwiches are fantastic. Last week, whilst I was in Swindon, I had croissants for breakfast. I was faced with a choice. We do do that in Swindon. Choice between Marmite and honey, so I had both on the croissants. It was fantastic. Marmite and honey, ugh. Try it, but only if you already like Marmite. Love to your mothers. Amy, four kisses. We're going to have one of them. Uh, Cheese and jam is indeed delicious, Mm -hmm. especially if the cheese is Philadelphia. Oh, Jesus. Also nice as cheese and peanut butter. If you ever have some curry with small chunks, put that in a sandwich with cheese and that peanut butter. for a while, wasn't it? Oh, my God. That's <laughs> disgusting, isn't it? Uh, oh. Put what in it? Curry, cheese and peanut butter. Do you know what can sod off? Oh, uh, Paneer oh. cheese. Oh, what, are you putting curries? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, cheese that doesn't melt. I don't trust it. They put it in a curry and it stays hard 
That's wrong, that. Oh, really? It's just like eating chunks of plastic in a curry. Tom says jam all the way. And... <laughs> Uh, Ella Russell and the gang, this is from Catherine. I can't get sausage sandwiches out of my head, don't you say a word. <laughs> and now, since you mentioned it earlier, and really want one due to the lack of sausages in my house, again, John, nothing, I may have to do with a now boring bacon sandwich. Damn you! And she's got tickets to come and see me at the Colson Hall. All right. Yeah, you'll be getting your sausage bath then. Uh, Colston Hall, no less. That is going to be every single shade of fun. Sausages all the way. Um, someone says Rice Krispie Art sounds excellent. Modern uh, and delicious. Oh, no. no but delicious, not. you miss the fact that it's <laughs> yeah. held on with human feces. Exactly. Someone says peanut butter and scrambled eggs. Oh, God, really? Yes! I'm not going for that. No, clearly not. No. The tone on your voice. You got any other texts? Oh, I've got them coming out of, uh, the printer. <laughs> what would you, what would you like? Some texts. Okay. <laughs> Dear Russell and John, and all other in the studio. Who are these others in the studio? Oh, it just says other. I could be an other. I could be in the studio. I'm weird. Why am I getting things? Finished? Yep. I've got my mock GCSEs this week, and I wondered if you had any tips to while away the hours of complete boredom in the freezing exam hall. I'll probably try and answer some questions, love. The pencil game. Well, that's what you can do. Uh, in Because you're not allowed to pick up your pencil, right? You can just drop it on the floor. I am. My mum said. No, no, no. Like. If, it gets, it's mine. if it gets too far out of, your, out of your reach, you drop it, you put your hand up, the... Uh, What's going on? Have Kelly's lost it. <laughs> Kelly's lost it. This is terrific. Oh, really? What's happened? Kelly's lost it. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Hang on. Sorry, uh, everyone. <laughs> As regards big heads, someone says a mate of mine wait, had wait, such... Wait, 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 wait. Here Which we go. One? Is it text or email? It's, it's a, text. a text. Right, here we go. Take one. A friend of mine has such a big head, it took two teachers to put a swimming cap on it, and it always ripped. <laughs> they gave up eventually, Beth Ann. Well, if there is YouTube footage of that, <laughs> that would be worth watching. Oh, isn't that the best thing in the world? Kelly's literally crying with laughter. It's brilliant when that happens, isn't it? Yeah. That is the funniest thing. That Watching somebody laugh is the funniest thing in the world. Why is that? After watching someone with a big head try and get a swimming cap on. <laughs> But then the laughter of the... Oh, it's just brilliant. Well, they, can quite, they can't even explain what they're laughing at. Brilliant. Do you like that, Terry? Such Excellent. a visual Excellent. image, Excellent. though, isn't Good it? Good view. Yeah. <laughs> Picture her sort of get, resting the front part on her head yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then putting her head on a bench <laughs> and as people holding her head down while she tries to pull it over the and back the of the the other head. kids already just totally sorted and yeah. this kid with just pleading eyes, just I, kind of willing this one to stay on, trying to shrink their head. I used to have the same trouble trying to get my swimming trunks on. All right. <laughs> it took two teachers to do it. But that was because John's afraid of water and commitment. <laughs> back up! I, it, oh, I bet you <laughs> a lovely image first day of swimming at school you know when you're about five everyone turns up they got like super ted like trunks and whatnot. just you with the, the Victorian all in ones you know like the old boxers used to wear like the ladies I shall be swimming like this are you good at swimming oh you don't swim because of your hair do you I do swim now I'm better now it's one of the things you never get to I like to learn things on my own I like to be left alone to work something out and you never get to do that with swimming and I was always too scared of the peer pressure and drowning and stuff, so I was rubbish at school. But now that my gym's quiet, I generally often get the pool to myself for yeah. some reason. And now maybe it's my negligee. People don't seem comfortable. But I jump in and everyone else leaves. <laughs> it's so. Nelly the elephant, pal. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the impression that I do. Well, talking of lung, mm. 
Mm. Talking of that was uh, Yoda. Who was that? Yeah, Yoda. I'm supposed to be now, Talking of being alone, we can chat about uh, Into the Wild. Oh yeah. After I hope this everyone's song. done their homework. Yeah. What we set homework. What was it again, John? Go and watch Into the Wild. That's and if you didn't do it, prepare to have it ruined. Exactly. Richard Keys shaves his hands. Um, hi, Russell and John. My sister used to sing Oh, Your Head's Too Big for Your Body to the tune of For He's a Good Jolly Fellow. Right. <laughs> At me. That's from Mike Thunderhead. Uh, I am a big head. <laughs> I discovered when I went shopping for an open-faced helmet. Was your nickname for a while, wasn't it? With my best friend for his Vespa, I needed an XL. Uh-huh. Amy Winehouse has a huge head and a tiny body. Looks top-heavy. A northern favourite is fruitcake and cheddar cheese. Lovely, but leaves your breath a bit fruity. Uh, and the biggest head on TV is Ant off of Ant and Deck. Now, that's a fair point. They've both got big faces. Now, should we discuss cinema? Yes. Now, I last week da, went to watch... Da, it was about two da, weeks ago now. Da, da, went to watch da, da, Into da, the Wild. Da, 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 what did you make of it? Da. Because I'll be honest, now I was really excited. John had recommended it to me, and I thought it was going to be a classic kind of, you know... Having not seen it. Exactly, but it's got great reviews, you know, and the kind of kid runs away, kid learns about life. Now, I found it all ridiculously depressing. You know, that bit at the end when he's kind of, if you haven't seen it, he goes around, his parents, basically, his parents argue a lot, he gets upset, runs away, travels around the world, he's always seeking to get to Alaska. He gets to Alaska, uh, he dies alone in a camper van, but right at the end of the film, he smiles up at the majesty of the world. He seems at peace for the first time. And you can't help but think, lies, absolute lies. So it's just this little middle-class guardian kind of twist on the end. So, who's found it? Who's found Oh, right. And you're just sat there feeling just punched into the very soul because it's a story that says, if you attempt to get out of the rat race and you attempt to find your dream, you will die alone and miserable in your dream. That's what I took from it. I disagree. Th- that said, the performance by uh, Emil Hirsch in it is absolutely fantastic, and there is something compelling about it, but there's such an undercurrent of depression in it that you find so hard to get away. I was walking away in the, in the cold night, just kind of really genuinely feeling alone and feeling, pro- maybe it's because I live alone, but it just knocked me for six. I was just kind of, oh. What I did you find it, it depressing because I don't think you're supposed to empathise with what he's trying to do. I think you're supposed to dislike him. Is that right? It makes him out to be very middle class, yeah. pointless rebellion, wandering yeah. off on his own. You only get to do those overblown gestures when you're quite well off and intelligent. Yeah, sure. I, I got very wound up by the fact that he's quite intelligent. Yeah, yeah. And instead of trying to do something with it, well, this is it. wanders off. Absolutely. So it's... I didn't feel any depression. And I think the smile at the end isn't a sort of, ooh, he's found it. It's a sort of hallucinatory. He's, he's had a breakdown. He's not yeah. very happy at the end. No. He cries and he goes mental. Well, this is it. He tries to leave. He makes peace with himself. You know, and, he, and he's read some poetry. He's read the Jack London books. He's off. He's back to meet his family. You think, great. And then... You know, he spends the next kind of however, like a month, getting really skinny, dying, and then the smile at the end. The issue I had it with the, I didn't think Sean Penn was a very good director, and the Americanization of the crap of everyone he meets happens to have these little unresolved riddles within their own life that yeah. he manages to solve through his very presence. Yeah, made me want to be sick onto the empty seats that were all around me. There's only four people in there. What are the odds that one of them has a bad cough? Surely oh, not God. that high. <laughs> and also, the girl... Do you want to just go... Do you, do you want to just go and get some strepsils or something? And also, that girl, why not take pleasure in the flesh? 
Oh, yeah, you, what's your 16, Russell? Yeah, but he's young as well. You know, 23. He's, that's all right. He's out in the wild. She's hot. He's hot. A li- that wound me up as well. A little bit of a cuddle. You happen to wind up on a gypsy park and there happens to be a... Didacoys, be- John, please! <laughs> There's a beautiful young guitar-playing girl with no... G- rubbish. She'd be mm. toothless. She'd stink. Yep. Do you know what I mean? She lives in the middle of nowhere with no running water, and yet she's this attractive blonde who's always got good eye makeup on, and she sings. She had blackhead. Rubbish. No, she didn't. She did. D- did she? Yeah. No. Yeah. Was she? Yeah. Are you thinking of the girl in the cough? Oh, I went to watch Schoolgirl Sex Orgy Four. It's the same film. That's isn't good. It? That though. He yeah, ends it's up depressing. in that boss. Yeah, he's the smart. bang boss. He's smiling at the end. <laughs> at least dead. I haven't seen completely the wrong film. I feel like such an idiot. Into yeah, the wild. Good film to watch. Brilliant film to watch. But it just it hurts. At Have the we end. had any text since we started talking oh, about it? Did anyone go and watch it this week? People I I think we're idiots. It's I don't think people went to see it at all, Russell. No. We're going to see a film. Oh, I tell you what, listen to this. We're going to see Northern Lights. We refuse to call it the Golden Compass. Yeah, we ain't no Yanks. Um, we're going to see that because you've got a special. What's the deal, Adam? We've got like a. It's like, a preview screening. It's a preview screening. Orange Sundays. Which means we won't have, we won't have to sit for those orange adverts. I think you can separate people in the world. People who laugh at the orange adverts <laughs> need to be uh, sterilised. That's fine. And the rest of us who don't. Has anyone ever laughed at any of them? I sniggered. Did you? Oh, it's got shame Macaulay on Culkin you. In it. Oh, yeah, that slightly. But they're yeah, just that's funny when they so... talk to him like he's still a child. That is a little bit funny, isn't it? Oh, is it a little bit? No, not really. I find him so annoying. I don't like him, but uh, more to the point now, half an hour of adverts before a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was it half? It was never half an we hour. We used to get cartoons when we were kids, John. And they're all twee, bloody, yeah. all these mobile phone companies who pick these trendy little songs and, oh, it wind me up. I'm going to buy a mobile phone because you live in a world that's made out of cardboard cutouts. Tell me what the tariff is and shut up. Now, um, it's all right, it's fine. Little, little moment between me and uh, a man called Brendan. What are you doing? Nothing. So, uh, we, Pass we've... Pass me piece of paper. We've, uh, no, no, no. We've, You're not allowed your little uh, clandestine mess. All right, then, I've got one. Uh, it's Sonia, Jane, and uh, Tabitha. <sighs> Whatever, all of you. Yeah, fine. Life. Tell them all thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thursdays. Excellent, excellent. Good Thursdays for you. are funny, aren't they? But, oh, they are. God, I resent that. I really resent that. What I resent is the fact that he gets to select the guests, because you should be on it. Thursdays, well, never mind, the Buzzcocks isn't bad, but... But you should be on Buzzcocks. Well, But this is it, it's a closed-door policy. Because he fears the the new. He does, (laughs) absolutely. You've never sounded more like John Goodman from Big Lebowski, then. Oh! He fears the new, man. That is... He fears the new. You've said many things to me. (laughs) Nothing has made me feel as... Oh, that's a lovely thing to say to somebody. (laughs) I take that as a massive compliment. Yeah, well... The Chinaman is not the issue, dude. (laughs) Please. Asian. uh, He peed on my rug? One of the best films. Oh, how can you not... Top three. We've been asked what our favourite films are, and without doubt, that's definitely in there. The first time me and my brother watched The Big Lebowski, it was... It's one of those films that... You watch it, and you realise at certain stages you've jumped up from the sofa. You're enjoying it so much. You're laughing. You're, oh, brilliant. The, fun game to play. There is a fun game, but let's get to that in a minute. <laughs> the dialogue in that film is just bang, bang, bang. If you wrote a song like that, what, what, the Coen brothers, once you've done that, what, you don't need to do anything else, and yet they keep churning out brilliance. But that's my favourite there. Do they? Oh, yeah. Have you not seen Oh Brother Where Art, though? Yeah, that was good. We thought you was a toad. I don't get a lot of their other stuff. Oh, Fargo's great. Have you not seen that? Fargo's good. I don't... Barton Fink. I've not seen it. 
didn't didn't really get it. Hot soccer props. They don't yeah. do these on film shows. That'd be great. Just kind of going. You see, uh, you see that uh, labyrinth. Not for me, that no. Just like, <laughs> that would be really great. Just two two blokes, Martin in a you know like um oh, uh, uh, what's his name Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Just did you see that um <laughs> that's super bad. Yeah, seen it, liked it. And then the next that was good. Oh, wasn't it fun? Super. And I tell you what, it's good, right? Go to YouTube, knocked up deleted scenes. There is a scene with a very angry doctor. It's brilliant. Go watch it now. And there's some super bad extras. Not now. Yeah, do it now. It's fine. We've got Ray Jars to think about, mate. Yeah, but we're, uh, Russell Brand's number one podcast. I know. He doesn't sit there and go, Here, go and have a look at that now. Pop bang 10 minutes. Well, but we're, we've slipped right down the charts in the old podcast. Know. Number 26, though. He ended his show last night. As if he knew I was listening, he went, Yeah, keep downloading the number one podcast. I boot me on. I sod yourself. Did you? Yeah. We'll Sorry, end. I was uh, having a go at the radio. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end our show tonight. You're a very nice trucker. Stand there. No, no, just next to that tree. I'm just going to paint you. There we go. <laughs> now, we're talking about big faces. What about Sophia? I'm going to paint you, sir. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> what about Sophie Ellis Baxter? It's large but particularly wide. All right. Hi, John and Russell. One of your fellow comedians with a musical bent, John. Rob Deering has an enormous head. He happily admits it's the size of a watermelon and has an uncanny resemblance to Chief Wiggum. Uh, a we at school, this is from Chris Weeks, a school we used to call big-headed people beanheads. One kid got so angry about it, he attacked us in the school canteen, diving into our table, beanhead first, smacking <laughs> into the corner of the table and splitting his massive head. Tomato sauce running out of it. I thought it was going to burst. Also, we used to call girls with large faces moonheads. Ha, ha, ha. Ooh, it's a horrible end to that. Uh, morning. I just wondered if you could thank my other half for the bounty of sultanas in my porridge this morning. Also, Mark Kermode's head is massive. It looks like a pink bring. It looks like a pink breeze block. A smug pink breeze block at that. Damn these sultanas! Why do we have to thank someone's bloody husband for? Tossing a load of fruit into her porridge. Hi, Russell and John. I was at the Newcastle Liverpool game yesterday, and the Scousers sang a song about Sam Allardyce's big face. I can't talk. I've got a bullet-shaped head from Rusty in Cramlington, which is where Ross Noble's from. Cramlington. Bit of trivia for you there. Mm. Do you want to send out a little secret message to Ross Noble? Hi, Ross. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. He'll get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Oh no. Sending out your little bloody message. It's for you. I did that for you. What? Brendan. What? Brendan. Brendan at ten. Let's have some music See this that tension you've created? Percolates. This is across the nation, this tension. There are people who are in the middle of having sex <coughs> that are now just going, this doesn't feel right, does it? Oh, really? Mm. All right, let's get back up there. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah! Uh, 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 uh. Go on, John. Nah. Make your sex noises. Go on. S- sorry about that. Go on. <laughs> uh, do it. I've finished. Oh, John, I've don't finished say you're finished. Act like you can't. Go on. Oh, go on, John. Uh, go on, John. Smashing this. No, stop saying that. Oh, go Cheers on, John. For that. I'll put cheap. a film on, shall I? No, just carry on. Oh, make a noise. Come on. For the. Oh, I'm not playing a song until you do something. John, say something. Just a grunt, one grunt. Do it. I'm listening with a hangover. Well, it is a Sunday. You can normally handle your weird food combos, but today you made me sick talking about Marmite jam cheese and all that weird stuff. I just wondered if you could stop talking about food now, and you should both feel guilty. Oi, and Russell, stop making sex noises. I feel ill again. Let's tip him over the edge. Her, John. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dear. Which shows my powers are waning. Well, Christ. not really. You're just transferring to another, you know, another team. 
as it were. Yes. Let's play What Are You Eating and see if we can make her actually vomit. Now, you should check out the... Um, George Formby album. George Formby album's there, yeah, we've got some of that, actually. You were there, were you? A little bit, something like this. Who's this gentleman flashing dough? Is he somebody we should know? Is he somebody? <laughs> yes, sir, I'm the Emperor of Lancashire. Hey, now, we're going to play uh, What Are You Eating? I believe, first of all, we've got Clemmy and Immy on the line, is that right? Hello, yep, hiya. Hello. Oh, wow, <laughs> you sound like a female John. Which one was that? Was that Immy or Clemmy? That was Immy. Hey, Immy, say hiya again. Hiya. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Look at John getting all giddy. Yeah. <laughs> Chat to him. There's... Hello. Hello. <laughs> so that went you well. You feel the sexual tension oh, dissipate yeah. away, can't you? I felt like a pimp. That was fantastic. <laughs> right, <laughs> Clemmy. Let's, let's and, do it. And are you both eating from the same bowl? Well, we're eating yeah. it off the same table. Off the same table. Okay, cool. Right. Uh, well, get ready. Put it in your mouth now and start chewing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, hold it right up to the phone and really bite on it. Oh. Now, stop munching for a second. <laughs> I, I think that's carrot. Am I right? No. John? Is it crispy? There's there's a hollowness to it though. It's yeah. A f- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crispy and hollow. Um, like a cheese stick. You know, one of those kind of. Is it a fried product? No, it's it's not fried. Okay. It's cooked. It's cooked. It's cooked. Oh, I don't know. It's cooked. Is it toast again? No. no. All right, all right. Jesus, throw some lips at me then. Wasting everybody's time. All right. Birds can't eat it. Birds can't eat it. Birds can't eat it. Well, let's prove that theory. <laughs> uh, we've actually got a cockatiel here. <laughs> and we're going to feed him whatever you're eating. Give us some more clues. Birds other than can't bird. eat it. You can get it very oh, it's deeply. It's not a dead bird, is it? Oh, uh, you're eating dead bird. What is it? Yeah, that's exactly it. No, no, no. No, um, you make it in a microwave. Right, you you were talking to me popcorn. like you were talking to me like I was five. Then you make it in a microwave. Um, um, popcorn is that close? Yay! Yay! John Richardson, thank you very much, Clemmy and Amy. I didn't know birds couldn't eat popcorn. Yeah, how do you know that? Um, no, they explode. It explodes in their stomach. That's why you never well, see them in the cinema. Let's test that theory. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Well, I've never heard that before. Let's test that theory. If you give it it explodes in their stomach and they die. Well, we'll have to do this later. Um, corn that's already popped or, like, ordinary corn? What about, like, a, a dog that knocks around a cinema? There must be, like... You know what I mean? You're a, a lonely projectionist. There's probably a dog that wanders around the back. <laughs> what happened there? But just kind of, just sheepishly... Surely. A little bit of popcorn. They're not dying. A bird could eat popcorn. Yeah. I don't think it could eat corn kernels. Well, maybe it's just the corn kernels. Maybe we're yeah. really, really wrong. Well, no, no one's saying that. Come on, Clemmy and Immy. We're just saying. We're, we need someone else. Texted 64046 if you've ever fed. Um, if that... you've got a budgie and you've gone off it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, <laughs> or, don't do this. Well, you really hate your nan, right? <laughs> just nip round her house, feed it popcorn, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then the nan can ring us up. It's dead! <laughs> Anyways, um, well, thank you very much. Everything seems to be fine. Oh, oh, no. We're coming to see Russell on the 12th. Oh, th- thanks very much. Lovely. Well, I'll see you then. Enjoy that. All right, take care. Yeah. Christ, that was all right. Uh, is that Joanne? Yeah. Hey, Joanne, how are you? I'm fine. It is true. Birds do explode. Wow, look at this. Uh, no, have you seen that firsthand? No, but you know, you can't throw rice at red weddings anymore because pigeons eat them and then die. Oh, I heard it's, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Does the vicar have to do a little announcement? Now, if you're thinking about the three rise, uh, we had a very awful scene that happened the other day. I still do it, though. If I you, do. If you get up on top of the church, what can I do about it? Absolutely. It doesn't matter whether you've been invited or not. I actually dress up as a pigeon and throw rice at people. I threw an entire lambiri on it a couple last you did. week. You did? Yeah, ruin their special But day. you were in love with Rudolph, and why <laughs> should he go off with that lady? Yeah. Joanne, are you ready to start eating? I am. Joanne, uh, well, put it in your mouth very slowly, tilt your face towards me and start chewing. <laughs> Here we go. You appear to be sucking it, Joanne. That's fine. At the food. <laughs> hey, Joanne? Yeah? Are you eating it? Yeah. All right, go on, go on. I don't think you're eating, Joanne. Doesn't sound like it. We can't hear anything. Is Wait. It- is it a yoghurt? Yeah, is it yoghurt? <laughs> is it sweet? Is it boiled sweet? No. Are we close with yoghurt or sweet? No. Are you eating something? Yeah. Are you, st- are you just sucking a biscuit? No, are, but are, it's close. Um, are you sucking a crisp? No, I'm not sucking it. Okay. Are <laughs> um, no. clues, other clues? <clears throat> Can cats eat it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other clues? Because it sounds like it's quite a soft product. You know that? that the fact that the food makes a noise is quite a key part of this game. Are you trying? It does make a noise. It's not making any noise, as far as we can hear, Joanne. That's fine. Just chew a bit louder. Masticate higher. Um, is it bread? Just bread on its own? Are you eating bread on your own? No. Um, is it uh, vegetables? Fruit? No. Cheese and jam. Cheese and jam. Marmite. Are you just like licking the top of a marmite jar? No, it's okay. got Marmite on it. It's got Marmite on it. Oh, I know what you're having. You're having one of them paninis you get from Starbucks. Cheese. No, and... they sound disgusting. Okay. Um, is it a girl who knows what she thinks? That's... Is it Marmite on toast? No, close. Marmite sandwich? No. <sighs> um, have you covered someone in Marmite? <laughs> no. Okay. Pizza bread with Marmite on it? No. Um, what ma- else do you put Marmite on? A, a, a... Oh, is it popcorn with Marmite on? And you're giving it to a bird and you've just seen it die? No. Oh, now it's chewy. Oh, it's not. Okay. Marmite crisps? No. Have you, like, put Marmite on a brick? No. Okay. Shall we just end this? Oh, a cracker. Cracker? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes! Yeah. Mama on a cracker. Adam Hudson. Did you know that from the get-go? No. Son of a gun. Well, thanks very much, Joe. Uh, that may or may not make it into the podcast. Thank you very much, John. He's doing that with his head. I thought it was fun. Joe, take care. Have a fantastic weekend. We just watched a few YouTube clips of uh, various animals eating popcorn. Yet to see any exploding. Well, I got text in. Yeah? Popcorn explodes in birds, question mark. What a load of rubbish, exclamation mark. The bird would need to reach a temperature of 150 degrees. I think you'll find it's the blowtorching that kills them, not the popcorn. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's uh, a fair point. Dan says, did you know dolphins can't eat angel delight? Did you know that sellotape on cats makes them walk drunkenly sideways? Fun times, love to your mothers. Right. We used to give seagulls vinegar and baking soda on bread and wait for them to explode because they can't fart, says Sam. They can't fart? Apparently not. Wow, scientists can find some stuff out, can't they? Yeah. Hi, uh, our research is as follows. Here is a seagull. (coughs) Doesn't matter how many times. And here's a human being. Hello? All right? So this is the bit where we have to say, don't go and kill a bird. Oh, there's nothing else to do on a Sunday. Oh, Just... I did play Tom Lehrer a few months ago, didn't I? Oh, yeah. 
Hey, guess what, right? This is an interesting Eggs bit. Eggs and snot. This is a bit of interesting trivia for you. Just thought you should know, the Golden Compass was Philip Pullman's original choice for Northern Lights, quoted from Paradise Lost. However, it was rejected before publishing, though I still hate the American title and would also continue to call it Northern Lights. Good. Which, yeah, bit of interesting... Uh, Information there. There's various board games coming in. Maybe should we should. We've do... got loads of board games. Should we do that for a bit? If, if you listen to the show for the first time, you don't know what that is. It's the John games you play when you're bored. What when you're boarded? Have uh, um, you got any examples? Well, I got a text from a couple who said that. Before you before you say that, uh, John, I love it when you do that. Uh, About I... three times a week, John. Have you got any emails? And then I'll say, it. well, I've got it. actually, John. Before you go any further, here's something that I knew I was going to say anyway. Brendan, get there for about eight. Continue. Yeah. Um, there's a couple here who've texted in just to tell us that they, when they're having sex, they turn our show off. Ah. Uh, because you make you make his girlfriend laugh, and it puts him off. All right. Love to your mothers from Scott. Um, never mind. So they're probably not listening Actually, for the next ten seconds. Before the. Ooh. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Not not all you've said. <laughs> now. Um, let's yeah. we'll do board games in a minute. So text in six four zero four six. All the things you do, what when you're boarded, and we'll do that. Uh, board games are my normal. We'll mix it all in today, um, like a big stew. Yeah, if you like. Before that, do you want to do any more wind? I was going to do some stuff about uh, wheelie bins, John. Oh now, well, there is a saga, John. Don't tell, get me started. Tell us first of your story about the well, infamous wheelie bins in Swindon Town. Good news from Swindon. Oh, it's all happening yeah. in Swindon. Perhaps you'd like to tell the listeners what you can see on the front page of this week's Swindon Star. It's the Swindon Star, and there appear to be photos <laughs> of seven of John's ex-girlfriends, <laughs> <laughs> and it says loudly, "We want an end to the bins chaos." Finally, a voice. You're thinking. Finally. Richardson's been going on about it. Finally, the people at the Swindon Star have pulled their fingers out. Read it in a snooty voice. Well, it's it's not what you think, Russell. Go on. The fight to throw out wheelie bins in broad green is escalating. Dun-dun-dun. Residents in the area who strongly protested against the bins before they arrived said they feel even more strongly now. (gasps) This is absolute cack. They've got wheelie bins. Uh, I don't want them. And there's you. And there's me. I'd give my right arm for a wheelie bin. Exactly. And then you think, well, this and, is just... And, ironically, you could do with a wheelie bin to get rid of that right arm. <laughs> yeah. Then you think, the people of Swindon, what does that matter? Their opinions are irrelevant. In the same episode of the Swindon Star... Dun-dun-dun. Peter is married with two children and drives a Ford Fiesta. He drinks three cups of tea a day and lives in Swindon. That's why he's Mr Average. They've oh. done a survey across the nation to find the most <laughs> average person in the country. And it's him. And it's Peter, who lives where I live, in Swindon. Because he's 40, he drives a Fiesta, <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. Um, and he, he said, when I first found out I was Mr Average, I wasn't sure if it was a positive thing or not. No one wants to be average, but the more I thought about it, the more I liked the idea. Oh it's exactly my. what someone average would say. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's disgusting. It, that's weird. How but, can you stop after three cups? It's like people who say they go to the toilet at the same, day every, at the same time every day. Yeah, I go at eight and I go at six in the morning. What? You but, go when you've had food, surely? How can you stop after three cups of tea? Fill it up again. I'm not average. Not today. Put bloody sugar in there and all. I'm going to get a mohawk. Put some marmite in it. Get rid of that fiesta. I'm getting a motorbike. And give the wheelie bin to that weirdo with curly hair that keeps shouting, Bin for me, bin for me, bin for me, bin for me. Ow! 
The weirdest part of the article, it says he also lives in Swindon, which oh, is God, often... Oh, oh, right. Oh, sorry. It's often chosen for market research because residents' views are believed to reflect the views of the wider UK population. And this. So if you want an honest opinion, you ask someone from Swindon because they reflect the views of the whole of the UK. And they're so lonely that they'll talk to anybody in the street. Although tonight, looking forward to the gig, must say... <laughs> yeah, oh, you want to watch yourself going to my neck of the woods. Now, listen to this, There's right? pretty strong... Uh... Now, not only has Chris Moyles been uh, been chatting to you this week... Eight o'clock in the morning. If I'm up, I'm up, I'm hungry. I don't want to have... What? Do we only do the breakfast menu? That's John. Before 10 o'clock. Can I, can I have a chicken sandwich? No. Big Mac? No. So that's John there talking. Terry Wogan's got opinions about us. Excellent. Excellent. Good for you. And it turns out that Radio 5 Live are actually nicking our bit. This is this is John ringing up in the guise of a Welshman. It's about having wheelie bins and stuff and chucking the bags out, right? Because mm. some of us live in small houses. Obviously, Stan lives in a big house because he has a wheelie bin. Well, if he lived on a terrace he... street like I live, right, walk on, walk off, I mean, you're on the pavement, you're in your front door... <laughs> With a dog poo and that. <laughs> you don't have a wheelie bin, you have bags and you put them out and you have green bags, you have white bags, you have black bags. But is he and not he... making a fair point? We're sick and tired of being told that we've now got to ruffle through all this rubbish and put it in different coloured bins, for Steven, goodness sake. Stephen, I was abducted by aliens, right? <laughs> and they introduced me, right, to wheelie bins. Yeah, right? And those wheelie bins, right, yeah. are the best thing that ever happened. Because if I had a wheelie bin and I had a chip in my wheelie bin, right, and I got measured and weighed for every single pound of waste I put out, I would not pay as much council tax as I have to pay now. Because all the selfish people out there go ahead and throw all their rubbish out in the same bag and they don't care. There you go. What is fantastic? There are two bits that are incredible about that. And that, that is a perfect example of Radio 5 Live. People like that that ring up in the dead of night. Two, first of all, you're inside with a dog poop. <laughs> but he's got dog poop inside his house. Secondly, from nowhere he goes, I was abducted by aliens. To which the guy goes, yeah, I was abducted by aliens and they introduced me to wheelie bins. That's the great thing about Stephen Nolan. You can phone him and say, I'm abducted by aliens and he'll go on. But if you phone up and go, uh, oh, I think the NHS is underfunded, he'll go, shut up, get off me, radio show. I don't want people like you phoning up and talking claptrap. But what's amazing about that is the idea that aliens are going to kind of beam down to Earth, find somebody and go, these are wheelie bins, use them, telling us about stuff we already know. Mm. Imagine how rubbish that would. When you get abducted by an alien, you want to learn about, you know, people who've got like lasers for eyes and... You know, eggs that can turn into jeeps and travel away to far off land, stuff like that. You don't want to have go. This is a slinky. I already know about that. Christ. When are you going to write a book? What about eggs that can turn into jeeps? Working on it. Uh, I, I Russell, John, and the Six Music Team. Who is this Six Music Team? <laughs> I, I, I could be in a Six Music. Why am I getting sweets? I'm weird. I was trawling around the internet this morning when I came across this gem of a site. <gasps> Uh, no, it's called uh, www.thesurrealist.co.uk forward slash slogan. www.did.com. I, I tried putting John's <laughs> name into it, got some cracking results. So basically, what you do, you, you enter a word and then you click on sloganize and it shows you a t shirt with uh, a lady on. So if we type in John Richardson. If you spell it with an H. It comes, no, it comes with a slogan. That slogan is. What's in your John Richardson? Oh, that's quite cool. We'll Bitterness do it. We'll do and it. We'll do everybody. Russell Howard, and it comes up with "Get more from Russell Howard." All right. <laughs> oh no, that's I haven't spelled it right. But I've incorrectly spelled my name. Uh, it says Semper Russell Howard. 
Uh, let's do Adam Hudson. It's Latin, isn't it? What does it mean? Always. Always Russell Howard. I know tonight, Adam. Basically calling you a tampon. Oh, look at this. You press Adam <laughs> Hudson, we do the rest. Nice. Thank Let, you. Let's do Kelly Stook. Who is this Kelly Stook? Um, Kelly Think Kelly Stook. Nice. Excellent. Let's put John's mum in. John's mum. And it says, three in one protection for your John's mum. Excellent. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Let's put Look at him. He's genuine. That's the show finished now. I hope you've enjoyed it. Ian just filled oh, for the I next get 50. John's dad is shaking John's dad, and I helped. Lovely stuff. This is brilliant. Let's He's gone to do another one. Russell's dad. We could do these with our imagination. Big chocolate Russell's dad. Give me a name. Uh, uh, all right, I'll, I'll test you against the generator. Stevie Wonder. Wait, wait, have a think. <laughs> Only I know the one I ever... Oh, I can't even say that. Stevie Wonder, right, I've got... Life's pretty straight without Stevie Wonder. You've got... Stevie Wonder, bigger, better and bolder. There you go. You see, you can do them in your head. That's a fair point. I'll give you one. Go on. Uh, Alan Rickman. Don't touch my Alan Rickman until you've tried the new Alan Rickman. Yeah, there you go. Cool. Right, apparently the whole birdie and rice popcorn thing is an urban myth. Oh, it's absolute bull. John, please. It's bull. It says so on this website that someone printed off. If on. only everything in life was as reliable as an Alan Rickman. <laughs> they are good. People will think you're up to something. Cool. You can feed them rice. It doesn't make any difference. When birds migrate, they eat a lot of rice on winter-flooded rice fields. The reason that churches don't want you throwing rice is because it's difficult to tidy up and it makes a mess for the next wedding. Yeah. So God tells you not to throw rice to protect the birds, but really it's just so Meryl doesn't have to do so much cleaning. I'm just she gonna, is lazy. Can I do one more? Oh. I'm just going to put John working out in the gym. All right. Let's see what this comes up with. It's going to take him 20 minutes to type this. John. John. Working. Getting big old titties in the That's gym. That's what I do when I go shopping. Yeah, John getting big old titties in the gym comes up with the John getting big old titties in the gym of your life. Doesn't really work, does nah. it? Damn it. Oh. What else we got, board game-wise? Oh, we're going back to board games now, are Well, we? whatever, mate. Birds exploded, board games, is all happening. People have really experimented on account of us telling them about excellent foods to try. Yep. Uh, Neil in Cheltenham uh, is eating Marmite on toast, and then just after he swallows, so there's a little bit of toast still in, he's popping in a cherry tomato. Oh, really? So that's lovely. Ian in Trowbridge, just eating peanut butter with raspberry preserve on Ugh. toast. Very nice. Really? Bob in Gloucestershire is eating a very hot curry to try and cure a headache. <laughs> uh, Luke's eating a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Michael Barker says he likes custard on chips. Yep. Bev and Chris, pancakes in bed with sugar and lemon juice. Uh-huh. Pancakes. You always have one and then you think, that'll do me, to be honest. Bit rich, aren't they? Um, not just me. Bit rich. <laughs> I just have to sit down. Arthur, Arthur, could you fetch my afternoon socks? <laughs> I've just had cherry tomatoes cooked with pepper and basil on toast. It's just, um, it's uh, so rich, Arthur. Undo <laughs> 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 <do> my girl. <laughs> Peanut butter and salad cream is delicious. Everyone should try it. Do you still love me, Arthur? Cut off an apple and spread <laughs> peanut butter on it. And I have some more advice for you, Russell. <laughs> Could you ever love this? <laughs> I'll tell you what. This thing. Arthur, one pancake and I'm down. 
Hi guys, one of my uni flatmates and I were talking about the exploding of birds the other day and found out that if you give fish a lemonade, they explode. And if you give a frog a cigarette, they slowly inflate. They're just exploding at huge bags. Do either of you know if either of these are true? Ring up Gaz Top. I'm guessing that the frog cigarette one is probably false. Um, oh, that's funny. Right, we someone's have... texted in to say that we should get listeners to phone in and do impressions of you and me. Oh, that'd be fun, yeah. Text us in 64046 and then we'll call you back and you can do impressions of us. Someone also has written in the text that says, please stop talking about weedy bins and play a song. Fair point. So, I think we're all enjoying... Uh... Oh, look at this. Wow. You're supposed to read it out loud, that's what radio is. Dear Russell, John, Adam and Mysterious Kelly. Get in, that's alright, isn't it? Um... I have a fun board game that not only passes the time amusingly, but also shows how deep your friendship is. It requires two people where one person comes up with a list of three people for the other person to answer the question, oh, we've done this before, marry, make love, or throw off a cliff. But they've given us a list. Here's Russell's list. John, Frankie, and Andy. So I've got to marry one of them. I presume those are Boyle and Parsons, respectively. I assume they're your celebrity mates. My celebrity mates, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I probably not your real mates Frankie and Andy. You go down the uh, Monkey Tavern with on a Wednesday. That could be that could be Andy Zaltzman, the phenomenal comedian. It could. Oh. He's probably your celebrity mates. Uh, so I probably. I'm surprised I snuck in there to be honest. Surprised not Ida, Frankie, and Dara. I'd throw John off a cliff and then make love to him, and then marry. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'd probably marry if I had to. I'd marry John, uh, make love to Frankie and throw Andy off a cliff because I'm safe from the knowledge that the Parsonator, uh, uh, Andy Parsons is a very cunning man and he'd probably figure out a way of flying. But obviously he wouldn't throw him off a cliff. Lovely bloke. Funny and you can catch him on tour as well. He's brilliant. Uh, John, here's your Has list. Has he got a DVD out or do you want to plug that no, crap just DVD? just saying he's really good. Whoa! Son of a gun. Comedy shuffle. Now, here's John's list. Russell, producer Adam, or Maureen the cleaning lady. Oh, that's not fair. He gets some bloody girl who doesn't exist. Right, you know, uh, marry, <laughs> make love, and throw off a cliff. I don't want to answer. I found these tents. They are tents. You've got, you got to do it. I've got two that are in the studio, though, and a woman. Yeah, yeah. So instantly, if I don't make love to the woman, that's an issue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But then she... that means I've got to throw one of you two off a cliff. Yeah. You've got to marry the other one. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Well, that's, that's <laughs> an issue. We'll get that annulled. It'll be fine. I'm great. I'd be great in a marriage. I'm good. I'd be a housewife. I suppose I'd marry you, because I Where think... Where the f***ing hell have you been?! <laughs> Time you call it. It's five, it's five. I just got back from. Got back late. She says, "Got back late." Fish stew in there that I have thrown away. <laughs> yeah, you can't thrown. have a fish. Exactly. Pointless. Where have you been? I've been at work. Work, she says. Work, she says. Right, that's it. I'm off out. And that's the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Russell and John. Do you want to do it? No. Okay, fair enough. Don't. I thought you were marrying me. Spoil the brand. <laughs> Hi, Russell and John. Have you ever... Oh, God. No, I haven't done that. Ugh. Oh, dear. There's lots of stuff about us on bloody Wikipedia. People are saying... Yeah, that's that needs to stop. Can you really stop that? Because people might read it and just saying that, you know, we're homophobic and that, because, you know... Just look to that John getting big old titties in the gym. And we're not homophobic, you know. Whenever I am a wedding, I throw cuttlefish bones, says Andy in Leeds. It gets you noticed and pleases the environmentalists. Wow. The best food is a Twix wrapped in a cheese slice dipped in strawberry jam. All right. Celery dipped in raspberry. I had some celery last night when I got in. Some celery and some cheese. Celery dipped in jam? Not jipped. (laughs) That's the dog. Down jip. 
Um, Celery dipped in jam. That sounds nice. Apparently. Mm, no, all right. Not for me. Um, wheelie bins. What a scandal. Bob from Melton. I do a Melton accent. I've got a wheelie bin. It's only emptied every fortnight. Fested in waste in the summer. Chucked in pets. Why? Bloody awful. Why would you want one? You've got problems with cats now, John. Wheelie bins like a bloody banquet. Waste is Weist. a brilliant one to say in the Bromax, isn't it? I like the word effluent. Effluent. And here's a good joke to do when you're in a town. Describe it as a very effluent area. Mm. <laughs> it's very good. It's very excellent, isn't it? It's very good. Yes. I liked it. It's sort of fun for all the family. Clever, funny. Edgy. Not like these other comics. No. You swear. I don't <laughs> like people who need to swear. Exactly. I mean, why? if you just say, I went to the poop shop, you exactly. just say, I went to the shop. Exactly. You to say and poop. She was the people's princess. I'm sorry. <laughs> but she was the princess of my heart. Go away. Go away, you closed old bigots. Now, got anything else, John, board game-wise? Oh, I've got board games. Pop them in, son. Hi, guys. My oh. D. Oh. Is it, sorry, so, I'm so it. sorry. No, 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 I no, don't. Go on. That's a genuine problem I've got. I've re- noticed over the last yeah, year. Say it. No, say I'm it. having a piece of chocolate <laughs> now. <Carry on>. <laughs> <laughs> finish it yourself. It's just a quote from what uh, am I eating? Jack Kerouac. Oh, yeah, what's he eating? <laughs> chocolate? Have we got any uh, texts about people who want to do impressions of us? Love it. <laughs> yeah, have we got any of that? No. No. Oh, I no one wants to do it. Fair enough. John was really excited about it. That's to be brilliant. People want to bring us up and do impressions of everyone there. But they don't want to do it. Listen to this Kerouac quote and then we'll play uh, the Gypsy Kings. The only people for me are the mad ones. The ones who are mad to live, mad to talk, mad to be saved. Desirous of everything at the same time. The ones who never yawn or say a commonplace thing, but burn, burn, burn. Like fabulous yellow Roman candles exploding like spiders across the stars. And in the middle you see the blue centre like pop and everybody goes, ah. Jack Kerouac. You interrupted my board game about wazzing in people's sock drawers for that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that board game then? It, it, I just made it up using my skillful imagination. Ah. Now, don't just play this song. Okay. Why do you think we're playing the Gypsy Kings? Do you think that's the sort of thing we would do on Six Music? It must or does it occur be to you? Belter time! Yeah. Introduce it live to Well, you already have, haven't you? I'll do it. It's the, this is the Gypsy King. Well, don't do it like that. Do it like you're a proper DJ and you're, it's, you're in a... Who s- knows what this is? Don't say it like that. All right. What's that? Oh, that's my sex noise. Yeah, that was your... Oh, you it's sound like Dolph Lundgren like... having a dump. Is that the noise? <laughs> 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 Why have you been listening to Dolph Lundgren what? having a dump? <laughs> you sound Universal like... Soldier. Oh, very good. Thanks. Fast as lightning. That's what they all say. And then the thunder comes after, ladies. <laughs> we got an email in yeah. from someone. Because you did all that stuff about mine pooty is kaput or something. My tante like. is kaput. <laughs> Why do you do this? <laughs> I don't understand when you talk like that. Why was to mock me? <laughs> there you go. I, I did that at someone. Some, we used to do. Did you used to do this when you uh, did uh, German or Spanish or French, whatever you did? They, everyone, would, everyone would stand up at the beginning of the class and they'd ask us questions. And no, none of that malarkey. And she saw our teacher, Frau Ford, Mrs. Ford, German. She'd say, Russell, hast du Englisch fester? And I would say, in my most German voice, Nein! Ich bin ein Einzelkind. Why do you do this? Which means I'm an only child. Why do you do this? So I got out of it, bang, straight away. Then my brother and sister turn up at the bloody school and I'm in trouble. I hate a German. Come. I just never went for it. It's just that thing of, you know, I really wish that I... Like, you know when you see Dutch footballers and that, and you think, how can you speak English as well as you can? I think that all the time. Brilliant. No, you you must do. Like, it's just incredible just seeing, like, the Dutch are brilliant for that, aren't they? 
got like yes. four languages on the go. Dutch. It's brilliant. We should do that. Yes. Why do we? Why don't we do that in England? We just can't be asked, can we? Well, because they speak English. That, that is. <laughs> <laughs> that was like problem. Well, they speak English, don't they? This is the problem. So what problem? Not me. When you go abroad and you try and speak the language, and they detect that you're English, and they're mm. so desperate to practice their English, that yeah. you go, uh, "Hola, uh, dos Coca Colas, por favor," and they go, "Ah, English. You say you want two cocks? Do. Don't we all? Give me five, friends. Sit down, have a drink. I'm Tony. Do you do <laughs> chips, Tony? I don't do chips. I do pommes frites, right? It's a good place, this. I buy it from my brother. Is that talcum powder, Tone? He's actually my brother-in-law, but uh. he lived my sister, so I buy cafe and never been happier. Were you an illegal gentleman? <laughs> I wake up, I see bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you want to talk about? Board games, this is a cracker, this. This is from uh, Carly, right? One for Russell, two for John. Kisses, wise that is, right? Hi guys. When I was a small girl, I used to think that all electrical products were unfortunate children. That instead of being born a human, had been made into things like VCRs and kettles. The idea that I'd been born a human and others had been forced to live life as inanimate objects used to make me sad. Am I normal? That's an odd one, that. Fascinating insight into the childish mind. Because that would have been a real thing of her, like, looking at... I remember I th- used to think the, the, the cooker... I had a sort of a vague robot-y thing about the cooker, but nothing quite as full-on as that. She thought that machines were people. Yeah, well, no, that, for them. no, no, so she felt like the toaster, in the grand scheme of things, hadn't been selected to be a human being. So right. whatever soul the toaster had, it had become I'd a toaster. I'd for being this. Of course, I bought a new kettle this week. You'd settle for being a kettle? Splashed out. I only paid a fiver for it. What, you know just what I mean? constantly I having water poured into you and having your knobs twiddled? Yeah, that for <laughs> sounds eternity. good to me. Psst. Swap water for beer, and you've got pretty much what my life is at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's nice. I you don't see kettles twiddling with their own knobs, John. Yeah, they would if they could. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody kettles! My kettle. Bloody get... kettles! I tell you what, they could. They'd be touching themselves, making themselves cup of teas, coming yeah. over here. I'll get you worst. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you now. But this kettle. Has it got this kettle? Yep. <laughs> you paid a fiver for it. It's got <gasps> a bell in it. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's got. It's got a bell that dings when it boils. Arthur, there's a bell in the kettle. <laughs> it boils and it goes ding. And you go tea time. That's you, what I say. Ding uh, tea time. Coffee time. <laughs> oh God, really? Every time. <laughs> well, only if I hear the bell. Well, sometimes I'll deliberately make the bell ring. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I could climb into the kettle. Hot chucky time. Oh, yeah, you like a hot chocolate, don't you? You can't drink this. It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. How can you not know the Gypsy Kings' standard sing-along driving music? Yep. Damn right. I well wasn't raised on Radio 2 and all that malarkey. You were raised on beer and... I was raised on Tracy Chapman. And, uh, and uh, Tracy Chapman Island. And uh, yeah, that's about it. It was all right. Dig out a fast car. Two weeks in the Virginia jail for my. I can't believe that she's a woman, Dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a man. Am I wrong? Hog the horn, Father. Hog the horn. I can't believe uh, you're a boy, son. What? Shut up. Get all in, right. Get in the back. All right. Lorna says she feels like she's on a package holiday in the Costa del Sol. Well, allow me to be ignorant for a moment. <laughs> 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 uh, 
That's, that's what people do, isn't it, when they go on holiday? They're ignorant. I've got more emails than I've got bloody sense here. Look at this. Well, just read some of them. I've, I've, there's too many. Fire some out, then we'll play uh, The Piano by PJ Harvey. Oh, no, we haven't got time now. We've rattled on for so long, we're going to have to go straight into the news. Oh, well, never mind. Oh, Christ, there's a fair few tunes we should be playing. Um, so what should we... Uh, that's, that's, that's not going to this now. Adam, no, there isn't time. Adam, can you fix that so we can go straight into the news? Just like that. Ah, uh, thanks, mate. Um, for my lover, for my lover. Uh, John Spell, awful. It sounded like something from Wish You Were Here that would be used to accompany Judith Chalmers watching a bullfight. Go for that, a walk. That is funny. That is a very good email. Slammed by Robin Birmingham. Robin the Birmingham. Gypsy Kings did make me want to jump around my room and dance. I didn't, though. Laura. <laughs> well, you've only lost out to yourself there. I did want to have a good time, but I didn't. <laughs> I cried. How do you like that? I stuck a knife in my face. 2-0. And I watched a film in the cinema and I wore earplugs. Nah, you fool. Uh, you sounded like Dylan Moran, and that is a compliment. <laughs> John Goodman Dylan Moran show next week. Let's not give people what they could have won. I saw the uh, one of the Jackson 5 on Nevermind the Bus Cooks this week, and Simon Amstel kept saying horrible things that he'd had a researcher tell him to say. It's terribly amusing. Ah. Have he released an album? No, probably. My dad's just been to stay with me, and I've copied him some of your podcasts so that he can play them on his way home. All right, great, spreading the word. That'll go down swimmingly. He's right, John? He's probably right now listening to you two telling me that I'm eating cock. Thanks very much, Matt in Lancaster. <laughs> Cripes with ragamuffins. Whoopsie doodah. Uh, email in from Matt and Darren. Go on, John, what's he got to say? I'll tell you what my favourite food is, right? What? what? My favourite food, anything ain't nothing near a good person. Oh, brilliant, man. You cannot do it with soap. Oh, very good, very Unless you've got a massive belly button. <laughs> you can do it, you can pop it in the hole. Pop it in the hole? Yep. Unless you've got an outie. Oh, no, then you didn't march over anywhere when you started. I know. Not worth the bother. No, it's not. Do it with rollers. That's a fair point. Maybe it's jelly. Use a little bit of jelly. Or put them in the fridge and set the jelly. Use a bit of whipped cream, make them look like a snowman. <laughs> and that's the end of that. <laughs> Why not give him a beard with that little <laughs> cream? You can give him a right little goatee. Mm. You could punch him if <laughs> Someone wants more uh, Dear Russell and John More Spanish talking Do please. I never use nachos I'll say that now Why? Like bloody nachos on the lady man Why not? Melted cheese Looks nice. like she's bloody jaundice What if you used <laughs> primula? What? Primula is a squirty cheese Is it rather um, not heard of that? Like squirty cream, but it's cheese. Didn't it get, didn't get the toe mixed up, man. All oh, right, trifle, you've never had. Oh, no, imagine washing your bloody teeth with cheese. Oh. The nightmares you'd have before bedtime, man. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> talking of strange... So that was an email in yes, from Matt yes. in Darlington, from start to finish. Hi, I guys. I think he lost it towards the end. Hi, guys. My dad has a board game, and he, him and his mates used to play during board night shifts <laughs> at the police station in Castleford. <laughs> Catch some real criminals. Oh, I'll tell you what. Oi, oi, oi! We don't have to do nothing. We just watch the reddies rolling from the speed cameras. The PCs used to congregate in the backyard of the station to play backyard Olympics. Activities included a standard jump, which caused one of his colleagues to tear a tendon. <laughs> you toilet. He took a sick leave for three months. Arsehole! And the chocolate bar challenge, <laughs> which involves seeing how many dairy milks I could fit in their mouths. My dad won with ten. Wow. Love to your mother. See you on Thursday. John. <gasps> All right. Uncle. All right. 
See you on Thursday, John, she says. Alexandra, you son of a gun. I haven't got a gig on All this year you've been acting like a homosexual and it turns out you're frowning around the lands. I've been acting like a homosexual, have I? Yeah. Yeah? Okie dokie. Marty D's texted in. (laughs) Marty D, that's a good name. He sounds like a DJ, doesn't he? He's from Northern Ireland. (laughs) Okay, he sounds like a good guy. A good game we play at school. Go on. As when someone swears, everyone gets to beat them up until they can touch a window. (laughs) I thought this would help you kill... Some time on the podcast. Wow. Love to your mothers and the Ulster Unionist Party. Yeah, Eskimos never play that game. Sinn Féin! It's funny to say Sinn Féin in an Irish accent, isn't it? It depends where you are. (laughs) Fairness. Just if you're in the Houses of Parliament shouting it, I doubt it's that funny. Yeah, I don't really get down there much anymore. Yeah, you've you've really stopped going down there. I don't like the tea. I don't like the tea. just can't be bothered. If you listen very carefully during PMQs, you're going to hear... I don't know, bloody tea's horrible. You won't see me for dust. <laughs> Are you? With a jowly chin that doesn't represent me in any way. Who says? That's what, like, if you listen to PMQs on the <laughs> radio. <laughs> yeah, it is actually, what was really funny, I was watching it on the old, um, subtitles on telly. They have the to, old subtitles. No, you know, 888, they have to, <laughs> and then they have to put, and it just puts, mumble, 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 yeah. mumble. But who says that? that? You know, they don't represent us. Nobody, when they agree with something, goes, yeah. It's just learnt behaviour. They represent the life you'd like, though. Sitting, drinking brandy in their big country houses. I'd rather be like... I shall decide for you, because you don't know what you're doing. Nah, I'd rather be... I shall make the decisions probably best. I have nothing better to do. I'd rather go to a dry ski slope. (coughs) Would you? Yeah. Then sort out the country. Yep. And yet you didn't like Into the Blue. Into the blue. Oh yeah. Oh! Keep getting those two mixed up. All right, John. This Thursday, film. it's all going down on Thursday. Good film. It's a good film. I like action movies and I like titties. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, this is from Han. Uh, oh no, it's not that one. Bugger. Carry on, John. I had it a minute ago. I know what have I done with it? If I put it in my magic pouch. It's from. <laughs> it's from. <laughs> it's from Marjorie. Th- Marjorie Thirion. She says, "Hiya, I'm listening to you from my native France, and you make me laugh so much, guys. You're genuine nuts, and you're just what people need on a cold Sunday morning. May the force be with you. Ha ha, Marjorie. Bonjour, dans la France, salut dans le marché. Quelques saucissons. You got it, France. <laughs> yeah." I don't can't know. really do a French accent funny, can you? I do, uh, yeah, the only bit I never got was the uh, the bloke. You know the bloke in Hello, Hello? Yes. Good morning. Always the best bit. Oh, how much did you want to be when you, in when you were a kid? Not a lot. Oh, did you not? Not really. It's not one of my idols. Who did you want to be when you were a kid? Uh, Sue Pollard from Heidi High. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was only so that you Heidi, 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 Heidi. Closer to your dad, who, of course, looked like the other fella from Heidi High. Ted Bovis. <laughs> he looks like Ted Bovis. He really does. <laughs> Oh, oh, the proudest man I've ever seen. Are you telling this story again? I love it. It's a great story. Your dad. I enjoyed my son very good. Very good indeed. Wow, look at your burns. Don't touch the burns. <laughs> I've done a drawing of you. <laughs> oh, have you? I had a letter from Shane this week. Oh, for really? Yeah. Have Do you, you want to fill a, everyone have in? You had a letter from him on there, have you? Uh, no. No. Well, that's a he's, shame. No, actually, he's. He, I think he stopped writing to me. Has he? Yeah. He's still into dance. <laughs> you want to get your money's worth, don't you? Well, it's, do you know what the horrible thing is? I realised the other day whilst I was um, just about to fall asleep that I'd primarily taken on a Mondi because I was hoping that he'd end up becoming... Because what you do 
you, you adopt a boy, right, on, on the internet, and you think... And the horrible thing is you're allowed to select which one you want, and, you know, it's, it's really awkward, cause you're like, uh, and then you find yourself looking for the one that looks most like he's going to be a premiership footballer in many years to come. And he's into bloody dance. So, you know, Uh-oh. unless he gets a pass in Stomp... Well, I ain't going to watch Stomp, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. You know, he becomes a ballerina or something like that. I, I might go and watch in that, but... I'd rather he was a footballer, but you can't write that in a letter. What's that ballet about the kid in, in Newcastle? Billy Elliot. Called? Yeah, maybe that'll go to, like, Africa. Jamondi yeah. Daniel, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Get your money back, sponsor someone else. So I thought about it, but it just seems so I wonder how much. I wonder how many people sponsor him that, you know... My, my you boy. could send him an email going, listen, nothing funny. It's not working out. It's I'm not... giving you money, yeah. the least you can do is do what I tell you. Yeah. Start playing some football. Just kick it about. Yeah. Because there's money in football, ain't no money in dance. Um, it just seems so harsh to break him like that. I had a letter from Shane. Oh, We've God. not been in touch lately, this Shane is, and I. This is, of course, Shane, uh, the uh, the dog that John sponsors. I've got a picture of him here. Do you want to have a look? That's there a, he's oh, pass me here. That's a little Shane. That's, little That's the letter. He sent me a letter. Of course, I should fill in the listener, Shane. is not a real dog. He is uh, a real dog. We're, we're convinced that uh, Shane is a man who lives in London who is tricking John. And John's written at the top of it, What now, Nigerian cousin who's having trouble accessing what? Well, he Funds. sent me a letter Wednesday, right, Shane? And I'm thinking, lovely. It'd be nice to hear from him again. Shane, the talking dog. He says, <laughs> he says, all right, John. That says, not so bad, Shane, and yourself. He says, this is a letter. This isn't relevant. He says, hey, I've only gone and brought out my own credit card. Why don't you use my credit card? And then every time you buy something, I get a little bit of money. Oh, no. And I thought, hang on. Shane. This doesn't smell right. Shane. He's trying to make more money out of me. I already give you money, Shane. Now you try to get in my get in my finances. I thought I'm not having it. So you're gonna have a dog credit card. He sends me another letter on Friday. I'm thinking, what now? You got a Nigerian cousin who just needs me to put some money in his account for a bit, is it Shane? Yeah. Lovely letter. I wish I'd never been angry at him. He's so excited about Christmas. I can't tell you. <laughs> oh god. The, the centre is don't anyone look at his eyes. The centre's a hive of activities. His carers are getting ready for the Christmas fair they're having. Oh god. Uh it's gonna be at the centre. There's oh, gonna be stalls including doggy face painting. Oh, God. Body healing for dogs. Oh, my sweet mercy. And Body s- healing for dogs. Who the hell? Some dog toucher. Oh, he's fi- he feels very bad. He feels very bad. I'm just... Oh, he's better now. Who's going to be there? Santa Paws and his rain dogs. He's a cracking sense of humour, Shane. Oh. Really nice sense of humour. Gentle. He doesn't need to swear to get laughs. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny. He tells, he tells me what he wants for Christmas. He wants a frisbee what does, or... What a, does he want? He wants a frisbee or a new ball because he loves playing fetch in the field behind the centre. Oh, God. He <laughs> doesn't want to be greedy, but he's also added a Kong to his list because when he's eating, it's fun to make it into a game. Right. What are you going to buy him? He wants it to snow this Christmas. Oh, I bet he I'm just going to carry on feeding money into his bank account and he can buy what he likes. No, I'm like an errant grandmother. I didn't know what to get you, so just give you the money. But you never trust the postal service now, do you? Oh, my Lord. You just find the CDs and take my account details. I'll tell you what we could do. Let's go down to the Christmas fair and feed Shane some popcorn. No. Come on, we'll see if it We'll go down and we'll give him some special treats. (laughs) Hello, we're here to give Shane some special treats. What on earth is that? It's a photo of Shane and a drawing of Shane. All right. <laughs> who, who do you think you are? What is your friend doing? Here I got supplies to make paintings for a month over here. <laughs> I should scatter this all over the place. Watch out, dogs! I started using Cocoa Pops. Right, it's now. Oh, podcast, yeah. Download our podcast. Yeah, make it number 16 in the charts <laughs> this week. Yeah, exactly. Let's really pump our way back up. Let's, let's hit number uh, number 12. Yeah. <laughs> we do all right on the Monday when it comes out. Yeah. And then every uh, after that, it's because everyone subscribes to it. It's weird, like, people are like, 
downloads like Alan Titchmarsh's musing on twigs. And you're like, I mean, it's good. We need to get titty. <laughs> I mean, it's good. You know? We need to get titty on our show to talk about gardening. We, we need to get titty on our show. We'll, yeah. can, we'll get bits from all the top ten podcasts and yeah. put them on our show, and then you only need to download the one. Yeah, we could have uh, Russell, you need to Russell Brand having sex with Alan Titchmarsh whilst he's looking. Do at Do a snail. gardening tip before we leave. Never ever use real midgets as gnomes <laughs> in your garden. <laughs> this is there is a light that never goes out by the thrifts. I mean that. See ya. BBC Six Music.